Hello. How you doing? What's up? What's going on? What's going on? How y'all doing there tonight? Happy Saturday. It's a beautiful day here in Colorado. Um, seeing a lot of um, uplifting action going on around here. A bunch of local companies, restaurants, outfits are getting together and saying, ah, I think we're done with this, Pulse Smoker. I think we're done. We're not listening to you, so come at me, bitch. And uh, that's awesome. It really doesn't take much. It just takes a little bit of, a little bit of balls. Prius hour, yeah, basically. I got Karunka. Oh, yeah, I've had Karunka for for years. So, um, yeah, Prius hour. People just can't fathom the TV would lie. <sighs> I think that's true for some people. I think more so that they just love what. People don't do things unless they get a payoff. And the payoff of covering your face and staying in, and, and it's just, it's uh, the payoff is you don't have to be responsible. It's, uh, you know, you have an excuse for everything that didn't work out. Everyone is vulnerable to that. There's, all, there's always a weak side of us. You know, there's always a side of us like, like, uh, like the boyfriend from yesterday's stream. There's always a side of us that um, has potential in acting in a way that has someone else say, that's not what I've said. That's not what I said. And you're just constantly saying, well, I'm not responsible. I don't want to, I don't want to, don't move me. Don't move me out of my little comfort position, Okay. And I think a lot of it is that, and I think people are willing to see how deceptive the media is, but, um, they can, it's weird. They could see the deception in media and they can see the inconsistencies with this pandemic and the nonsense. And yet what's stronger and dearer to their hearts and their minds is, uh, what they're getting out of it, you know? And they get to play, you know, the victim and the villain and the hero. They get to be their own trinity. Um, and that's like the ultimate spell casting. Is if you can get 
like I was talking about before, how you get people to be the judge, you know, oh, Newsom went out to eat, and now, like, Tucker Carlson, well, he went out to eat, it's like, uh, come on, come on, Newsom's not doing it, come on, and, uh, instead of going, oh, you don't have to do this, instead, you turn people into the judge, and then you end up abiding by and propping up the same stupid rules that you're saying that you don't want to follow. So say thank you, Newsom, for not following and showing us how ridiculous your stupid ideas are. And that's how everyone should look at it. You shouldn't point out the hypocrisy. Come on. Um, it's all just for, you know, a TV show, really. So when you really get comes down to it, you know, you're either you're either gonna be responsible and be like, no, we're not doing this. Or you're going to go, oh, look, we're, you know, look at the hypocrisy. Would you look at the hypocrisy? It's stupid. Come on. Well, I don't think that we should have to do that. Correct. Yeah, Newsom gave permission. Yeah, it's all it's just it's all just f- showing you. Here you go. Oh, you don't want to. And that shows that people are choosing their own demise. They're choosing their own bondage and they and they get something. They don't choose it without getting something. And when you really dig down, they get to again, they get to be their own trinity. The victim, the judge, and the hero. Come on, man, be outraged. Exactly, exactly. Uh, what are my thoughts on Owen Benjamin as a comedian truther? He's hilarious. And he's like the fun, he's the most fun kind of truther because it's not riddled with like all of this, um, what's the word? Significance. You know, someone, a good comedian, a good, a good comedian is by nature a truther, you know, the best comedians, you know, in a way, uh, Carlin was a truther and even the degenerate Pryor, uh, Richard Pryor was a truther, um, um, Bill Hicks, who is now Alex Jones is, was a truther. Um, I guess the only really good comedian that I like, who's still a degenerate, but, uh, I like his style cause it's so silly is Mitch Hedberg. And I wouldn't categorize him as like a, a truther, but more like a silly philosopher. Um, but no, Owen's, uh, awesome. You know, he provides uh, an enormous service and it's this crossover between comedy and, uh, you know, investigation and looking at the world in a very curious way. Um, so it's like the opposite of other comedians. Speaking of other comedians. Seriously, because let's be real. I don't think she can read that well to be making any lists that I'd be worried about. <laughs> She's so stupid. She probably thinks that COVID-19 is Elon Musk's new kid. 
she is so stupid. She thinks that Pfizer is a mumble rapper and we need to learn his TikTok dances. AOC is so dumb. She thinks that the Bitcoin bull run is an actual event and we need to save the bulls. I don't know how to process the level of stupid. So I. And uh, and that's what happens when you authorize comedians. Oh, gosh. So, uh, anyway, let's move ahead. Let's move along here. That's the problem with authorization. You get a false sense of what's legitimate, what's true, what's cutting edge what's leading and that's uh you know it's kind of a byproduct of capitalism you know capitalism gone rogue no morality no basis for truth where progress is not about what's true or what's funny or what's real or what's uh you know legit it's about what can serve a purpose strictly utilitarian um and we're looking at you know I would say the entire conservative, you know, the, the, the authorized mainstream conservative movement is uh, really abides by that. It's not truth. It's like, it's like a marketing. It's like, how do you get more women and trannies and, and black people to represent conservative? And then you get to go to your abacus and be like, look. Where conservatives are more, even more liberal and progressives than liberals. Take that. Ha <laughs> ha. Look at this. Ha. <laughs> we got chocolate candy over here. You know, we got Rob, we got Rob Smith. Ha. <laughs> Check. Checkmate. Gay. Gay and black. We got women. We got trannies. We got trans for Trump. Ha, you guys are such fucking losers. You can't even beat conservatives at at being liberal. Ha, gotcha. So stupid. Oh, man. Jordan, if language has been crafted by the oligarchs, isn't any thought slavery? Well, that's a good point if the if the assumption is true. But I'm not, I'm not, not in, you know, entirely sure of it, that it's true, but I'm not saying it's not, you know, this morning I was racing one of my RC cars and I was trying to get it to do a flip, which is irrelevant, even though it, it was quite fun, I have to admit, but I was thinking about my next venture and I thought maybe I would get into children's books because I've been told that I overcomplicate things. You know, and it's like, I'm not going to deny it. But the thing is, you know, these are complex ideas that I, that I talk about. So it's like, I'm not, I'm not apologetic about it. But nonetheless, I was thinking about children's books. They really reduce things to their, their proper form in a way that a child can understand it, you know. And that's often a good barometer of truth. And it's like, I don't know how I would start, you know. It's like, it's like, you know, once upon a time, it's like already it's like the assumption, you know, 
did it only happen once? Or did it happen many times upon a time? Why isn't it twice upon a time? It's like these things, these things matter, you know? And then it's like upon a time, like a time. It's like, can you actually freeze time in one segment? It's like, no. You know, time, time could very well be nonlinear, you know, it could be illusory, you know, it's, it's, only a, it's only a way for us to measure matter in space. So it's like, you know, to be, to be accurate, you would say once, but perhaps more, upon a time, space, and matter, you know? And it's like, these are the things I think about sitting down with my agents. And, you know, they're saying, you know, you ought to, you ought to write a book, you know, for children. And I'm like, well, bucko, it's not that easy, you know? It's like, what, what is time, you know? And they, and they say, Jordan, just sign the papers. You fucking head case. And I'm like, that's correct. Fuck. You know, it's like that, that, you know, I look at Dr. Seuss, you know, and it's like, it's like he was, he was basically a postmodernist, you know, he would, he would flip language upside down and right side up and, you know, he got to do it because it rhymed, you know, and it's, it's a quite a bit of a, bit of a trick. To be honest, I, I would tell him that if he was alive, you know. And it's like, it's kind of smart, but it's a little bit deceptive, you know. It's like you make up names of plants and creatures, and it's like, well, that's easy. It's like, try to tell the same story in reality, you know. It's like, it's not that easy, you know. Like, fuck! Was Hitler a good or bad leader? Well, it depends on what you mean by good or bad. You know, if you're, you're making a moral statement, we'd have to, you know, explore the philosophy. And we'd have to agree on a moral standard, you know? Not that agreement is, a, is an accurate or logical base, basis for, for morality. But was he an effective leader? Well, fuck yeah, he was. It's like that's that's a bit of a trick, you know. People often say, "Oh, good and bad," and and then and then depending on your answer, they choose whether they mean moral or effective. You know, it's more trickery, more Doctor Seussery. You know, the trickery of Doctor Seussery. It's like, don't trick me, you know? It's like when you say, do you believe in God? It's like, well, well, you know, if I say yes, am I agreeing to your God? Like these things matter, you know? Fuck! I don't know why anyone would listen to anything JBP has to say. Well, because people are, are uh, drawn to pragmatism. They love the idea that they can help themselves, that they're steering the ship of reality, that they can 
untangle all the snakes on their desk in their office and they can create order from chaos in their life and they can deal with it like a fucking ninja you know it's like self-defense but for philosophy in life and people generally i mean people are religious people seek moral and foundational and spiritual truth and so he offers a weird smorgasbord of that and so anyone who doesn't want to admit god or or appeal to god and be embarrassed you know because Dawkins might uh, Dawkins or his little disciples might say oh you you believe in a spaghetti monster oh you silly boy oh so they're afraid of that but they want to be able to take on moral foundations even if they're not logically grounded. And so, um, basically, you know, it's almost like classical liberalism, um, Ben Shapiro, the Crowders, they are like a life raft away from democratic uh, lefty liberalism. They're like a life raft. And Peterson, similarly, is a life raft away from nihilism. But again, he just puts you in, a, in an ocean where you don't know what direction you're facing. But you know you got away from that ugly island. And that's enough for a lot of people. We're like, well, he helped me. And you're like, well, helped you what? Help you get off of an island that you don't like? That's cool. I won't take that away from him. You know, Ben Shapiro helped you out of the nonsense of, of uh, liberalism, of, of the full-on left socialist Marxist bullshit liberalism. But where is he facing you? He's just facing you in another direction. It's called capitalism. Strict capitalism. Could you confidently say there is systematic oppression against conservative whites? No. That would be a really gay stance to take. No, there's only conditions. And the conditions change and the the people and the target changes. And uh, you either accept the conditions and the terms or not. If you don't accept, then you have to be willing to uh, say fuck off to all of the things that you think you need, all the platforms you think you need, you know, you know, if I got booted, I would never be like, yes, Instagram is so unfair. They booted me off. It's not fair. I'm just like, okay, I guess I got to go full physical now, you know, billboards, books, street art, whatever. Uh, there's always an, another way to go about everything. So the victim bullshit is just, it's the gayest. It's the gayest of gays. It's so bad. It's the same thing as the kid, the kid from yesterday, you know. Men who leave their women saying over and over again, that's not what I said. What does a beta female look like? I don't, there's no beta female. 
um, a female who wants to be an alpha though, it ends up being a beta male. Like they just take on the position of a, of a, a weak male. So you take the strongest woman, try to invert them and make them masculine. You just get a weak sort of, uh, beardless man, boy. Then similarly, if you take a man and you try to invert the man and make him God, he just becomes a shitty, selfish, uh, low level God, you know, he doesn't become a God at all. But, but if you're going to compare, he just becomes a shitty God. Just like, uh, you know, people get dogs in, in place of children and they just become, you know, if you own a dog instead of a child, you just own a retarded kid who shits and like you walk, you take care of them like a, like a retarded kid. It's like, there's so much, so much inversion comes from pretending, uh, to replace what is demonstrably given to us in an ordered form. You know, you try to invert it, you try to substitute. Well, I could just make it. Now there's two, you know, we could like, we can just like get married, even though there were two women and you can dress up in a tuxedo and I'll dress in a dress and you're kind of a man, but you're really not a man. And if someone calls you a man, we should get mad at them. But also if they call you a woman, it's like, well, what makes you think she can't be a man? And it's like, well, you wear the tux and we'll do the whole thing and just totally invert the wedding cake thing and just pretend that it's a man and a woman, but, but then not really though. You know, and then we'll pretend we're expecting, even though we had to hire out someone else's balls. Some stranger's balls got injected into us, and we'll just pretend that we made this baby. It's not mean. It's just like looking at it for what it is and and, and being able to say what it is. There's not even a judgment. I mean, I do have a judgment, but you don't even need the judgment. You just have to say what is. And that in today's climate is enough to send people flailing. Shapiro, are lockdowns consistent with free market capitalism? Well, they, they definitely are a constraint, but the thing is, if you don't have any health, how can you have any system to, to operate? You know, if everyone's sick and dying in the millions, I mean, we have to, over 250,000 deaths now. My wife's a doctor. She told me that. And she gets she gets all the best information. So I'm going to appeal to her. I know that's appeal to authority in a debate, but this isn't a debate. So if you shut things down, people can't make money. But if you get if everyone's sick, that's all, folks. There's no more economy. So it's like it's, it's like a double-edged sword. Do you want a bunch of sick people coughing and, uh, you know, running out of breath, selling their bread? Or do you want them masked, running out of breath? And staying safe. You know, safety safety is important. I, I wouldn't say that safety is more more important than freedom, but but the but none, nonetheless is how how are you supposed to be free if you're not safe? You know, that's all, folks. It's like I couldn't be really safe in my in my apartment without, you know, as many of you know, I have a gun and the gun is in a safe. And the gun is safe because it's in a safe. And that safe's in another safe. And if I need to get to that gun, I call the number. I have, I have Brett on speed dial. I said, that's, that's what I do. I call Brett. He walks me through it. But, but would we say that gun is not free? Would we say that because that gun is in a safe that it's not a free gun? 
Now, it's still a free gun. I just have to get to it. So the constraints on capitalism in the free market is not 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 it's not a, a synonymous with with a complete shutdown. You know, it's like and that's what that's what bootstrapping is. That, that don't be poor. You know, the, 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 there are constraints that the government places on you, and and the only the best will survive. That 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 is how it goes, folks. Strong is economic Darwinism. You know, I do not agree with everything Darwin had to say, but but the, the only the strongest survive. You know, it's the same money. M- many of you have not seen my sneakers. I, I I've moved over to Velcro. I'm coming out with the new Shapiro's. They're Velcro. I just think that selling sheets is not is not the, the, the end-all, be-all. It's like, it, you know, I talked to someone, and they said, well, have you thought about shoes? And I said, well, shoes are very specific. I, I want people to know that I'm, that, that, that I, not that I'm athletic, but that I, that I like sports. I would never play a sport, but I, but I do like sports. And so maybe, maybe there's a crossover shoe I can do where it's like a, you know, two, you know, Velcro. Jim, what do you care about? I care about my fam. Um, I care about bringing humor and uh, pointing people in the direction of truth. I care about uh, God. I care about uh, Christian values. And uh, I mean, on a superficial level, I... I care about food and uh, yeah, and the human spirit and uh, the possibility of redemption for man. There's nothing more moving to me than people redeeming themselves. It's so it's so powerful. Should I go to college? Well, A-Z-Z, you have to break up with your boyfriend first, okay? Second of all, you got to find a man. You can't just build a homestead as a woman without, without a man. Um, and yeah, don't go to college, you know. I don't see one, I don't even see one field that is worth going into debt for right now, considering how quickly things can be, can be uh, shut down or uh, how quickly people uh, more accurately will shut themselves down. And that will impact your, your existence. It just will, unless you build a way uh, that it doesn't. So, uh, I sense JBP redemption. Yeah, I think he's, I think he can, he can redeem himself. I mean, you got, you got to redeem yourself. Redeem redemption starts with the truth. You have to confront the truth. You can't just wiggle around it with smart stuff. You also can't reason your way or philosophize your way to God. 
That's why it's faith-based. In the end, even if you can justify and uh, your your beliefs and, and create reasoning and, and illustrate good reasoning, good argumentation, um, ultimately, you're, you have to realize you're, you have to appeal to faith. First. And Peterson doesn't like faith. He understands the pragmatic use of faith, but he's very squirrely when he can't have a... He doesn't want to say absolute truths if he's not absolutely sure, and then he wiggles his way into a self-refuting circular corner. Because while you're defending the stance that you can't know anything to be true, absolutely, you're also simultaneously doing the opposite by claiming that. So you can't get away from absolute truth. And then once you accept absolute truth, you can't get away from truth has to exist independent of man's creation. Otherwise, truth is illusory. And so because truth is a concept, it has to do with ideas, language, symbols, logic, math, uh, the regularity of all of these things, the unity between our minds, the physical world, and these absolute concepts. You have to be able to justify those. Otherwise, it's all illusory nonsense. And uh, for most of these philosophers, these, these, uh, these authorized mainstream philosophers, they don't take it that far. Jordan Peterson probably, you know, in the intellectual dark web, he's probably someone who takes it the furthest out of them, and that's not saying much. JPP, is there a God? Well, I never really thought about that. Depends on what you mean by what you mean, you know? dark web, you know, web of what? Fuck! Intellectual dark web is just racist memes. Intellectual dark web is like a little hand-selected all-star team of controlled um, discourse. It's like, okay, let's... And I can't believe there are people who participate in that without cringing and laughing and being like, this is so pretentious. We're literally calling ourselves the intellectual dark, dark web and like putting in our profiles, like I'm, I'm in the intellectual dark web. And they don't even see how how silly that is, like how how contradictory it is. Oh, it's in the dark web. But look at my blue check mark and a million followers. But we're in the dark web. This is the this is the the place where these are the things we can't really talk about, and I'm a part of that. Yeah, it's like what? 
like watching Brett Weinstein and Sam Harris blow each other in in like a high-rise office with all these fancy white chairs and and pretend that they're in the that they're covering ground you know you know i, th- I think that it's important that that we, that, that, that we talk about these things and 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 and, and we're we're the people who who are here to do it you know and not every not everyone's gonna do it and so we're you know it's a deep deep service to other people and, and, and where's my cheese I'm always looking for cheese. It's like, it's like, at any minute, I'm I'm just going to resort back to my rat behavior and just sniff out the cheese, you know. Controlled hangouts. Can you do a stream on epistemology? Ah, uh, probably not. Um, I don't think I'm, I'm not, uh, well-versed or educated enough specifically in the field of the history and theory of knowledge. Um, but I'll learn more about it, but I'm sure you can find, uh, a stream about it on the intellectual dark web. Oh, 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 you lie. Is yeah, Rogan's yeah, Rogan's a part of the dark web. He's a he's a leading intellectual think. He's a thought think leader, a thought a true thought leader. You know, I heard a stat. Oh, in, Joe Rogan's an intellectual dark uh, intellectual dark web th- uh, leader, thought leader. I heard a stat that if you sit on a screwdriver while you're ejaculating, you'll feel something bigger than regular. Is that true, Jamie? Look at, bring it up, Jamie. Jamie. That's the extent of, of Joe Rogan. Sam Harris impression is on target. Yeah, it's just like talking, uh, trying to deaden yourself as much as possible. And be like, I'm I'm trying to be as objective as possible. I mean, you know, if, if God, if 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 a loving loving God exists and, and He's loving, then, then 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 why would there be all this suffering? It would be very weird if that was if that was the case. Uh, uh, what kind of loving God uh, uh, lets lets an Indian girl? Uh, 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 drowned in the lake. Dennis Prager impression. The left, the left, doesn't want free speech. The left is about control and and socialist policy. My dog is dead. Can you see my dog move? No, because it's dead. Why the left? Why I never answer questions about my unchallenged, endless support of Israel. Suck on a big brown 
veiny cigar with me. My wife lives on the fourth floor. Me and my dog and my cigars live in the basement. That is what the left wants. Jim Bob, how was it for you in school when you were little? Terrible. I was uh, a goofball, got kicked out of class, you know, I was the kid who fell asleep in, in class, and when the teacher woke me up, I, I would, uh, I would tell her how rude she was for waking me up, and then I would leave the room and put it, and put it on her, you know, I was just a troll, I was just, I was just who I am now, except without a true outlet or a basis for for what I was trying to say. All I was saying was, yeah, you're full of shit. Ah, stop it. Come on. Cut it out. Stop. But, it, which made me kind of a dick. I was like a bit of a bully. Because I was popular. Uh, it was a very small school. So I was one of the more symmetrical in the school. Uh, I was really good at sports, but I was also really good at art. So it was this like weird crossover. And uh, I abused my power because I'm authoritarian. And I still w- would abuse my power. That's why I'll never accept or pursue a position of, quote, power. Because if I had, you know, if I had the power of, of government or the gun, I'm afraid the the executioner in me would really wrangle some people up, you know. I would definitely have that that Klaus guy hanging from a wall like ASAP. Um so you know, just putting it out there. Don't ever nominate me. Thoughts on Mises? Well, all of the libertarian thought... I think Mises... Wasn't Mises the one who actually... Uh, no, it was the other dude. One of the one of the libertarian thinkers back when was very explicit that uh, any of the libertarian arguments needed to be grounded in God. Um, they kind of departed from that. I think Mises doesn't include that, but maybe he does vaguely. I don't know enough. But... Uh, regardless of what those early libertarian uh, thinkers wrote down and taught, there, there is a generation of them, a new, new offspring that push further toward natural law and trying to justify morality in nature, in, in what is, in uh, cause and effect, and they can't do it. So it ends up being uh, logically uh, broken, inconsistent, and uh, not grounded. So, college, yes or no? No, 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 no. Would you get vaxxed if it meant avoiding travel restrictions? No. No, I think uh, on net balance, traveling, the, the ubiquity of travel, the quickness, the cheapness of travel actually uh, contributes to um, the, the uh, unraveling of communities and societies and generational living. I think it's a part of it. I think traveling, aside from leisure, is enables 
a labor mobility and, and that people chase labor. People chase jobs and income like Ben Shapiro would have them do as opposed to staying put and building uh, horizontally and vertically at the same time with families, communities, and and values that transcend the feather pen law. And that takes years. It doesn't take years to, to demolish it though, that's for sure. So you invent a lot of these technologies, even though they're pragmatic and useful in the short term, they have very uh, strong, uh, impactful uh, results. They have, they have big time consequences. And I think travel is one of the things that enables the splintering and atomization of culture itself. Um, traveling generally should be a, a luxury and it should be used like Gandalf's magic sparingly and rare. So that's what's funny about all these restrictions is that in a way it's like a self-correction. It's like the way you're they're going about it uh, we all oppose because it's like this weird authoritarian medical dictatorship bullshit. But the things that it's actually restricting are things that a culture would restrict themselves by choice. Um, they wouldn't, they would go back to the home. They would spend more time at home. They would take their kids out of the, the shitty public schools. They would uh, lessen their dependency on, on these large companies. So the results are ironically in line with uh, you know the traditional and uh, homestead, if you put it that way, way of life, the generational uh, be in your community way of life. And so um, that's why I don't see it ultimately as a bad thing because I don't really believe Klaus fucking you know, Sub-Zero's dad is going to take over my, my family. And if he tries, I will shoot him in the neck. And I will pre pretend to stop the hemorrhaging. My kids' Christian schools turn to shit. Yeah, they all went liberal. You know, they get the they get the money, they get the tax breaks, and then they want more bodies in seats, and so they take they take the the what they see as a win, which is short term gain, and then they jeopardize their principles, and then they're afraid to say, uh, you know, homosexuality is a sin, <clears throat> uh, and they just go, well, you know, we can be a Christian school and still have a you know and still do a rainbow flag. Why not? You know, why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Sure. Yeah, you can. It doesn't matter what you believe. You know, as long as you're a good per. This is the funny one. As long as you're a good person, it doesn't matter what you believe. Uh, What's the basis of good? What do you mean by that? What? What do you mean? A good person. You know, a good person. Oh, you mean a morally good person? Yeah. Like as long as you're a morally good person, oh, how do you how do you do, what's the base of morality? Yeah, but you know, you know, yeah, I I know where you're going, but you know, yeah, so stupid. I say a church. I say a church that had our open door 
Well, you can be open to pe- uh, people, you know. You can have you can have gays in your church. You just can't have them preaching. You can't you can't represent the church. You can't advertise that gayness, you know. No, that's like a that's like Christians going to a gay pride parade and being like, "This is this is what Jesus would do." I accept every behavior possible. And it's not your job to judge the person. It's your job to, you can judge the behavior. You judge behaviors. You judge your own behaviors. You got to be willing to look at it all. Um, but as soon as you write down a scorecard and be like, I'm more moral than you, then you're playing God. Then you, you have the gavel. And it's hard to not do that sometimes. My old church has a female reverend. Yeah, that's a big theme now. Most of them, there's a lot of, uh, there's honestly a lot of uh, female Jewish infiltrators. A lot of, uh, yeah, sort of like raggedy, you know, hippie looking, long, a lot of gowns, a lot of loose layers you know, priestesses. They're like little priestesses. Ayn Rand's perfect man. Yeah, someone sent me. I don't know if you sent me that. It's so funny. What's up, Mori? Maurizio? How's it Italy, huh? How's it Italy? You guys are full. Ah! You guys are full. Um, you guys are fully uh, authoritarian, huh? Oh, molto, molto, molto governmente, huh? Oh. Oh. I loved Italy. I went there. Actually, I have a really funny story about Italy. Um, I went to Positano. Basitano, huh? On a little boat, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you know, Amalfi and Positano, you take these buses and it's like one a year just falls off the cliff. So you're like, you know, the, the driver's like, ah, oh, enjoy yourself, huh? Take a picture, you're in heaven. Uh, by the way, uh, one in every 30 trips fall down, huh? The bus goes down, tumbling down, but it's okay, huh? You saw heaven. You saw heaven before you die, hmm? It's okay. Um, so I was in Positano and I had these little blue shorts and I was in one of those really well-crafted, uh, ceramic stores. And, you know, I've been, I'd been drinking a lot of espresso, lots, because that's all they drink. There's no coffee and there's no, you don't take it to go. You just drink it and you leave. So that's all I drank. And I'm looking at things and I'm fancy. And I have short blue shorts on. And I'm just looking at all the ceramic art. Ooh, I'm going to buy this. You know, pretending I'm, um, you know, rich. And uh, and I even saw Rod Stewart there. Who who looked like a human version of, like, the the architecture and the walls. Just, just like, clayish. And just, I was like, whoa. That's what Rod Stewart looks like in person. Anyway, I was... Uh, you know, picking all this stuff out, acting fancy. And I got back to the, the hotel kind of like 
hostel hotel hotel and um i as it, as it turns out i shit my pants i diarrheaed my blue little shorts and it was noticeable it was a it was a good three and a half square inch blotch that I didn't, it was a bathing suit short thing. So I didn't, you know, I didn't feel it. It's got that mesh thing, goes right through. There's no accumulation. Um, so yeah, shit my pants, shit my shorts. And I was in this fancy town that Rod Stewart goes to where you go and pick out pottery because you're you think you're rich. And uh, without realizing that, you're walking around and people are looking at your little shit shorts. <sighs> These things. And this is this is the same place I told you about the hemorrhoid thing, right? Because I rode a, I, I did a bike tour, a hundred mile bike tour. And so I uh, had a Hemi. And I went to the pharmacy, huh? And I went up to the desk, huh? And it's a, it's a pharmacy. And I say, oh, excuse me. Do you have any uh, cream? You know, hemorrhoid, hemorrhoid cream. So help me. And she looks at me and she gets on the little speaker and she goes, ah, I'm a, the hemorrhoid the cream, huh? And she, she goes on the speaker and calls it out and has a helper, like, in front of everybody. I mean, these are the situations that just show that somehow at a young age, I think I bypassed embarrassment. Like, I can't get embarrassed. I can imagine or remember what it feels like to be embarrassed, but I no longer feel embarrassment. I can't, I don't know why. I don't know if that's like partially sociopathic or just from trauma. But that happened. Shit shorts and a hemorrhoid cream, huh? On that note, I gotta go. Uh, Happy Saturday. Savage Means Volume 2, made by Jim Dob, JimBob.com. Um, and uh, Liberty, code word Liberty for free shipping. Um, and uh, yeah, a couple of you guys reached out uh, for comic paintings. Uh, I'm shipping a bunch out uh, today and tomorrow. Tomorrow, I think. Or Monday. Tomorrow, Sunday. Um, and uh, so if you want one, pretty much DM me. Try to make it be by Thanksgiving or so uh, so that I can get it in the queue and get it out. All right? Love you. Smile, laughter. Oh, I forgot to show you. Look at this. I talked about this on another live stream uh, weeks ago. That they were going to go, go after Christmas caroling. Don't let this happen. Do the opposite. Sing a Christmas carol, sing a Christmas carol.